So if you're right. not if you're not funny, don't feel self conscious that I'm going to be recording it. Honey, I'm I'll just delete it. Funny looking. Well, that doesn't that doesn't work in podcasts. Damn it. All right, welcome to Neurotic Tornado. Here I've got a weird one for you. You know, my wife and I aren't the wildest couple. We lead a pretty m- mundane family life in most ways, but we ended up getting involved in an event called the Vagina Tour, which probably better for my wife to explain in a few minutes. After going to this event, I just could not Oh, I was so shell-shocked by what I had seen that I could not stop talking about it to everyone. You know, even in my regular old day job, when somebody says, Hey, what you what were you doing this weekend? I just completely recount the this vagina tour event. And, of course, naturally it's going to ooze into this podcast, too. So here my wife and I just kind of talk through the experience and what we took away from it. You know, it's funny because my wife is way smarter than me in many different ways. And one way is she absorbed a lot more of the technical aspects of what we learned about the vagina And I was more just freaked out about this whole idea that there was a naked person walking around the room, among other things. So here we process it. Uh, I hope this isn't too traumatic for any of you guys. Oh, quick minor note about my amazing gracefulness is I chose the night of our sixth anniversary to analyze this event with my wife. I thought for our our anniversary we could talk about the vagina tour. <laughs> that is romantic. Very romantic. Yeah, so is that cool if we try this? Yeah, sure. It's not going to have... I don't think we're going to get in a fight this round. So You don't know um, that. Oh, maybe. You don't know that. So we went to an event that our friends put on at their house called the vagina tour. That is accurate. Can you describe what it was it was an evening of education there was about an hour and a half long program before that we had dinner and then the workshop leader gave about a 45 minute um, educational discussion about the structure of the vagina and different stages and places of arousal and and then the second 45 minutes she gave a hands-on demonstration of a woman including the vagina that ended with Some fisting and an orgasm. Yeah. Followed by Q&A and some snacks. That's right. Yeah, what was so fascinating... I mean, one thing is, this was an event... Neither of us has been to an event like this. Is that accurate? Or is this where our our fights begin? You don't know my life. No, it's safe to say I've not been to an event quite like that before. Our friend, I mean, part of, I think, how we got involved with it, and it was at our friend's house, was that they had gone to an event put on by this, I think her title is Sexological Body Worker, and I'm saying that in all seriousness. And uh, they were like, wow, that was some amazing information in such a genuine and sweet way. You know, who wouldn't want to know more about... The vagina, it's a self-cleaning organ. (laughs) Thank you. I, I keep, I keep saying that. Yeah, is that that's true though, right? Yes, uh-huh. uh, even though I overuse that phrase. Yeah, that's in the wrong context. That's because my midwife, 
once when I was asking her what it's like to stare down vaginas all day, she said that it's better than being a dentist because like people's mouths are dirty, but the vagina is a self-cleaning organ. <laughs> wow. It was a unique perspective, which is perhaps why it stuck with us. We were out to dinner with them when they were telling this to us, and mm-hmm. we were both kind of fascinated in various ways of like, you did what? Yeah, and you went where? And that conversation got so much energy that there that we came up with this. Let's make it more like a salon event kind of thing, and bring this vagina event to your place and invite friends. And so, yeah. twenty people came to their yeah condo. Okay, so here are a few reasons why I wanted to talk about it. One, what I thought was so fascinating was, first of all, we invited some of our friends. Quite a few of our friends said, you crazy? I'm not going anything like that. And it hit me that like, I am one of the most nervous people I know. This format didn't scare me at all because it, it was, part of the invitation was like, There'll be a, 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 you know, a live event with a nude model. But don't worry, you don't have to do anything. You're going to keep your clothes on the whole time. It'll be a safe event. No volunteers are going to be yeah, right. for Yeah, right. So to me, it's just like my worry of like, oh shit, someone's going to have to make me dance in public or something yeah. like that. There's none of that because you're just going to sit there. So to me, it seemed so low stress. But it is a pretty cr- unusual thing to watch somebody give another person an orgasm. Yeah. There's another part which I thought was fascinating was she started off very academically. Mm-hmm. You know, she basically projected on the wall pictures of the vagina from like a textbook, you know, mm-hmm. like a med school textbook yeah. and just with a laser pointer pointed out various muscles and bones and other things going on it up in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so you get lulled into the oh yeah, I'm at this serious seminar. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she's got her hand in somebody's vagina. The, the, like it was like it was had, the foreplay. It was. She, the, you saw like she had it, her hand in the vagina immediately, though, where the whole point was that that took a while. Oh, yeah, that's there. true. I, I kind of accelerated the process. Mm-hmm. So just to further emphasize that point, she really demonstrated fisting in a, a fairly graceful and gentle way. So... I don't mean to make it sound like some quick, aggressive act. It was not. Sorry. Yeah, so so one part that I thought was fascinating was starting on the academic side kind of mm-hmm. made it easier for the people who don't. I mean, there were some people in the audience who go to various sex-positive events and all kinds of things that involve sexuality and... Mm-hmm. and but most people weren't, so making it feel like a regular boring seminar was really useful for me. Uh-huh. So, anyway. See, I found that part really fascinating, in part because I have studied anatomy before, and so it was interesting to have a refresher. And, in fact, I found one of the facts from that part to be, like, one of the most interesting takeaway parts of the whole evening. And that's that when women get aroused, that through the mechanism of the round ligament, this is what I retained, that as you get aroused, it like lifts your uterus up out of the way. So that if when you're having sex, your cervix is in the way, it's just because you're not aroused enough. Like that's, that's crazy. Oh, to that's me. what it was. 
That's crazy to me that the like the body just lifts the uterus up so like so that sex can proceed. Well, you can kind of hear the sound of it going. No, no, nope. Okay, no. Yeah, for me that part, when it comes down to it, that part was hard for me to take in, and I've always been like that. You know, when somebody lists the parts of a car or the parts of the body, I tune out like I'm an idiot. When that stuff gets discussed. Whenever I start speaking Latin, you just glaze it. Yeah, I'm gone. And until you say something about, like, something gossipy or something about the person's emotions, you know, I'm I'm not part of it. So so that part wasn't riveting for me, but it, you know, wasn't so long either. And, you know, I might have retained one or two details. So is it safe to say that um, that your interest became more focused when... when I saw that v- real vagina. <laughs> when a woman wearing nothing but thigh-high stockings yeah. got onto a massage table and a, a camera became focused yeah. And yeah, on okay, her body. So, so yeah, so, so here's where the transition happened. Then the, the model, model's not the right word, the naked person, she, she took off her clothes except for her... Thigh high stockings. Thigh high stockings. And just got on a table, like a massage table. And because of some technical issues, we ended up having to use your phone mm-hmm. as the camera. So your phone, they were using your phone to video, t- to take footage of it that was projected on the wall. Which I thought was particularly fabulous when our babysitter texted us in the middle of the orgasm. Yeah, that was nice. And everyone could see the text message on the wall. Right. And what is in, your Wi-Fi or, password? What's yeah. the, what's the like the term for like in media res oh, for uh, in media orgasm? Yeah. So then it shifted. So it shifted over to us watching the presenter give this woman an orgasm and show the process of getting her aroused and touching her body and how to touch her vagina, her clitoris, her vagina, and eventually lead to fisting and an orgasm. Is that accurate? Did I get the body parts right? I believe, yes, I believe so. The Johnson muscle was... No. So what did you find interesting about that part? What did you like <laughs> about that part? Well, part of what I felt was interesting about the lecture, too, was that she was talking about the parts of the body directly around the vagina and how much, like, erectile tissues in there, just like is in the penis. The what? The cock, okay. let's say. And so, and in fact, in the academic part, she was showing how, like, on men, the erectile tissues out of their body, outside their body, in the cock. And for women, it's just kind of all tucked up in there. I mean, that was part of it, was seeing the arousal happen, like, in a general way that, you know, part of her whole point was you don't go directly for the nipple or directly for the clitoris, but, you know, there's a lot more arousing to do in areas immediately adjacent to it. Like, you're ignoring the opportunity of stuff that could get erect. So that was part of it. Hmm. Interesting. But the wrong answer. Uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that, that that part was interesting to me. Well, what about you? I I don't think it I I don't think it was as interesting to you. No, I did think oh, really? find it interesting. Yeah, I thought found it fascinating, but for me it was a little different because again, since I'm dumb about like erectile tissue and all that, for me the part that was interesting was what made the woman aroused 
was partly the back-forth communication process. Even not understanding how the body parts work, it was a little bit of, do you like it like this or do you like it like this? Does it feel better to the left or does it feel better to the right? So was it the communication process that got her aroused or just the result of that communication? The result. But I guess what it was comforting to me, that part of it was this thing that, you know, I kind of lean on in general is every relationship is different and you kind of communicate your way through it and figure out what works better and what doesn't. It's not like every time we're ever going to be intimate, I'm going to ask you a hundred questions, although I might. But you just figure out what works for the person. Yeah. And you do that through experimenting and communication. Yeah. But she was doing a lot of communication. Like, do you like that? And the the naked woman was saying, yeah, I like that. Or not quite, a little too much. And I don't know. To me, that was, that made me feel like, oh, I don't have to memorize hmm. every muscle that's involved in this process. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that part? Did you see that the same way, or am I? I don't think I did see it the accentuating same way. that part. I, I saw part of her being like, where she was saying, you know, women like it when you stroke the sides of their breasts, right? Do you like that? And I would be like, yes. Like part of it felt like an illustration of what she was saying that the model would agree as an illustration of what the woman was saying, and then some of the time. It was a clarification of what the person on the table actually liked. Yeah, I could see that. There were a few moments where she was saying, does it feel better yeah. in this direction or this direction? Yeah. And that, to me, was the most interesting aspect. Yeah. Did you find it arousing at all or more just informative? Um, I found it more informative. It'd be occasionally arousing, but there was something... Um, Especially once, you know, initially the camera was kind of on the woman's whole body or, you know, whole trunk. And then after a while, it was like right on her vagina. And so, and the um, the workshop leader was like pulling her labia apart and like pulling them directly out. That was part of where she was like, do you like it when I tug them out? Do you like them like this? And it, for me, it became almost more like an abstract shape or something like I wasn't thinking about it sexily I was I have the same problem with pornography that really zooms in yeah yeah when I look at porn when it like I I still like to see the people involved yeah and like that deep zoom in yeah to any body part to me loses interest you know I might as well be looking at a picture of mars at yeah. that point yeah. yeah and there's one slide during the educational part that was interesting where she was just talking about how all women's labia are different and they're not always just like pink and white that sometimes they're brown or you know different shades and you know they showed about like 16 or 20 all on the same slide different vaginas and you know the variance was wide maybe it's the wrong word to use but they were really the variance was very varied yeah, they were very different from one another. Yeah. So, huh. but yeah, what about you? Did you find the whole... Well, I, I was surprised because I was I was assuming in my typical fashion that I would not be aroused at all because I'm always nervous at new events yeah. 
we don't need to go into the full details here. <laughs> but, you know, when I'm a little nervous or I'm just getting to know someone or I'm in an unfamiliar situation, it's really tough for me to be aroused because I'm so nervous. Mm-hmm. So it makes the, the one-night stand very challenging for yes. me. Yeah. It's more like a 12-night stand, and the, the, the excitement doesn't happen until the 12th night. Right, that and you don't get sense. to sleep until... Yeah, 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 I don't sleep that whole period. Yeah. But all that to say, like, so part of this more, it was just like, whoa, this is a crazy event to be at. But there were moments where it was kind of sexy, I thought, because the uh, the naked person was a pretty and sexual person that... Oh, did you think she was pretty? Yeah, yeah, I got her phone number. I thought maybe she could come over tomorrow night for us just to hang out. It's over for you. Yeah, so I, so I, d- I did find her sexy in a way that there were there were moments that I did find it kind of kind of sexy, which was surprising to me. Yeah, they weren't large yeah. moments, but yeah. mostly I just found it fascinating. But I I did find it sexy a little bit. Yeah, and I really attribute it to her the like her her presence. Yeah, she somehow made it. She had a sweetness to her. A sweetness and. She had a self-consciousness that was nice, but not too much. So, like, when she would lean back and look back on the wall and see that her vagina was being projected on the wall, she would make a funny comment, like, oh, there I am again. Um, She'd be like, this is pure narcissism. Yeah, and so she would say something kind of funny, Yeah. but then get back in the zone of enjoying the moment, and somehow she struck a balance that was both... had humility... But sexiness, so so I think she she made it work. Even yeah. though the presenter, I thought, was very skilled and insightful, but it was it, it really was that that woman on the table that I think brought it together. Yeah, she really brought the room together. <laughs> and then we had Q and A afterwards, which you know I, I kind of it, it wasn't so long. I, I mean, I was kind of filled with fascinations and questions, but. You know, the questions were a little more mechanical. Even my own question was more of the mechanics of it, whereas I kind of really wanted more... What was your question? It's a kind of boring question. Should I repeat it here? Uh, it you was It was out. something about the size of the hand. You know, it was really... Oh, yeah. She was talking about how the fisting process works, but I felt like it was a little bit more woman woman-centric. And so I asked something about hands. You know, it's not like I have enormous hands. I have skinny hands. But I somehow wanted to cover a broader spectrum in that realm. And so I asked her a question about that. But that wasn't really the question most on my mind. It just seemed like people were asking mechanical questions. And so I asked a mechanical question. What, what question would you have wanted to ask? Like, uh, well, well, maybe more about the emotional aspects of the whole experience. And I think the... The woman, the naked woman, started to talk about that. You know, oh, I can get aroused and get an orgasm in different ways if I'm into the moment and I feel like I'm connected with that person. You know, we were talking about the vaginal orgasm versus the clitoral, 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 clitoroni orgasm (laughs) versus the vaginal. And so she was, she was just talking about. She she brought in a little more her connectedness with the other person has it. Yeah. An impact on that. And I kind of wanted more of that stuff, too. I was just impressed that she could do a Q&A in naked. nothing but thigh-high stockings. Yeah, when she walked over there, like, she didn't put on it her clo- 
closed back on, and she just stood up there alongside the presenter and was like, "What? You got any questions for us?" Uh huh. And she answered them so gracefully. Yeah. If I could get her to my office to do Q and A at my technical day job, I'm not comfortable with that idea. No. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't have any any like amazing wisdom about it. I thought it was a fascinating event. Yeah. It's not like we went home and was like, let's try this all out. Mm-hmm. You know, we were, we both thought it was interesting, but it's not like it was like some new trick we decided we have to go do right that second. But I still think it informs some aspect of our sexuality. Well, yeah, I, I sure think that we might try aspects of it, but it's also not something that appears to be particularly quick or... What do you mean appears to be particularly Well, it's not like I, I think many parts of what they did... You would want to be like, okay, we have plenty of time. We're well rested, yeah. you know. We're a little bit more in the nope. sex phase of, oh, we have twenty-two minutes before one of us passes out, or we have to go to the next event. Yeah. yeah. So, and also, I, I and I, I think we talked about this that night, that just the way it presented, it was presented because the naked woman um, was laying on a massage table, and the other woman was doing all the demonstrating that it was not it was not relational you know there was not a lot of how this looks at home it's like when at home you have the massage table out and one of you is on the table here's what you can do right oh yeah so it didn't yeah that's a key facet it was and that's the part where i feel like it was more mechanical you know like when i was even talking to the naked person who now I'm going to for sure get in trouble for mentioning her so many times in this podcast about it. For me, I was talking to her about the stage fright because I was Mm. like, whoa, you made my book, you put my public readings totally in perspective. I'm never going to be scared. Next time you'll have to do that in thigh-high stockings. But one thing she did is she pulled out her uh, device that she uses to give herself an orgasm that relates to touching the right parts in her vagina that turns her on. This is when you guys were just chatting after. Yeah, Yeah, she's like, oh, check this out, and just whipped out this thing from her purse. But that, that, that was part of it, is like, it related to how the body part works, but not how necessarily two people work together to get sexual pleasure. I mean, it wasn't focused on that part of it. Is that true? Yeah. Well... It's getting hot up here. It's not just the steamy <laughs> conversation. It's the it's fact actually that getting hot up it's here. a warm day and I can't turn on the fan because it makes too much noise. So do you have any other like closing remarks or any? You want to, should we get in a little fight or like a fake fight? <laughs> no, I was just trying to think, is there anything else that we left undiscussed about? The one thing walking home from that... I mean that figuratively because we drove we drove home. We didn't walk home. I was a little bit in awe of wow, I've never witnessed one person give another person an orgasm while I was just sitting there ten feet away. Yeah. So it was just the shock of experiencing that event. Yeah, something you didn't even know was on your bucket list. Yeah, yeah. Checked off. That was, I think that's the first time I've ever seen anyone else give an orgasm while I was in the room, but it is the second time I've seen a woman be fisted in person. Well, you're going to have to explain that one. Back in perhaps the early 90s. Oh, yeah, that was, that's what they call the fisting decade. (laughs) Um, One of my 
Friends was in a play that was about um, women, women strippers and women in sex clubs. And uh, the woman who had written the play and was directing and starring in it, I think, had worked as a stripper, you'll be surprised to hear, and in sex clubs. They need to bring that play back. And so as we arrived at this um, this play where we were going to watch my friend, um, the director, since she knew I was her friend, she asked me, like, oh, do you want to sit at this little card table? There's going to be a woman, like, kneeling on it and being fisted later in the show. And I was like, no, no, I think I'll just be sitting in the audience. I'm good from, you know, from back here. And, uh... But so, you know, supposed to imitate a more intimate scene that might happen at a club, you know, like back, I gather, behind the scenes. But, um, but yeah, so I got to see that happen. I don't know that, I don't think there was an orgasm, though. Wow. Hey, wow. Yeah, I, it really gave me a lot to think about it. That, that was an earlier stage of my life, a lot to think about it in the world of, like, waxing. And, like, I, so I wasn't even thinking about sexiness then. I don't think I was thinking, like... That woman has absolutely no hair, whatever. Which the woman, the naked woman on the table this time, did have had a little bit of hair. This other yeah. woman, was like, yeah. Well, and that's one thing I thought was nice about it is that the woman who was naked didn't have like the typical, for sure, not the Hollywood model shape. You know, she had a little more heft to her, right? But she was a good-looking woman. You're on dangerous ground. Yeah, yeah. So she was. Sexy, right? You're on dangerous grounds, Alco. Uh, this will be a good fight. Yeah. Didn't really? you think so? <laughs> it doesn't matter what I thought. The fact that you've mentioned it nine times now. <laughs> nine? I thought it was more like 11. <laughs> Seems like 23 <laughs> okay. at this point. Well, maybe we should end it right here. All right. Okay. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary <laughs> to you. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you found that moderately interesting, or at least maybe it was one of the top ten stories you've heard this year about an event called the Vagina Tour. Oh, my wife, after listening to this, wanted to point out that even though we talk about how it was more the, I called it mechanical, maybe that's a bad word, of aspects of it rather than the relational, her point was, uh, well, of course, it kind of needs to be that way, because if it were relational, then it would really turn into a sort of uncomfortable event, a little more pornographic. So I think a key aspect to what made it safe is that it didn't have that level of intimacy. I thought that was a pretty good point. Just for the record, my wife and I had a really nice anniversary outing a few nights later. So don't think that I'm the biggest asshole by making my wife celebrate our anniversary by talking about the Vagina Tour to the podcast. I'm 12% better than that. Okay, good night. Click. You didn't really turn it off, though. <laughs> oh, God. You can't stop Click. recording. Would Kapow. you mind? Kapow. <laughs> nice. Would you mind if I brought the microphone back downstairs to for the after-hours conversation? <laughs> I would, um, I would mind. Okay. Ooh, it's just too fucking hot up here. <laughs>